You are listening to the Two Sorry Excuses podcast. And for that, I apologize. Decaffeinated. <laughs> Decaffeinated, okay. Uh, hello, <laughs> and thanks for downloading the two. Sorry, Excuses Podcast, recording live via via the internet. I'm your old pal, Sanders. I'm your good buddy, Liv. And if you are keeping score at home, this is episode 137, the used and amused edition. Nice. Craigslist treasure edition. Yes. Yes. Finally, Mm -hmm. we're here. We're here, Livy. Yep. Yep, finally. We've talked about it for well over a month now. As promised. As promised. And our private meetings that we do constantly through the week before we sit down and record, you know, at the writer's meeting. (laughs) Our pet project, the Craigslist (laughs) Experience Edition. Much better. It's going to be a much better side project than the abortion that was the Roscoe Sanders, Bruce Springsteen side project. Yeah, 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 yeah. For one, I'll be awake the whole time and (laughs) (laughs) and cogent, cognizant, aware. (laughs) Sold. Sold. You're in. You're in. So I um our our affection uh, for Craigslist is is well known. And I think that uh, in addition to getting some some good chuckles out of it. I think we both used Craigslist and utilized the, the the Craigslist community to come up with some legitimate additions to our to our uh, spoils. Now, what do you call it when you got stuff? Like when a you know like our dowry, right? If we were if we were handmaidens, we'd have like stuff that came along with us. A repertoire. I think is a better term. Add to our repertoire. Add to our repertoire? Wait. Yeah, like, allow me to dig deeper into my repertoire. Are, is a repertoire, are those things? What? I mean, a repertoire is like your routine. I mean, yeah, no, 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 no. T- oh, you're talking, I uh, thought we were talking about the podcast. No. We're talking about I our mean, actual physical Physical stuff. additions yes. to our lives. Right. Physical additions, yes. Yeah, I mean, I guess we have a good word. Arsenal inventory. Our, our inventory. You know, dowry sounds like kind of too. Well, yeah, if we were, know, if we were for us. sexy women, I think our dowry yes. would be good. But inventory, I think Craigslist has yes. let us uh, accumulate some good inventory. Um, most recently, I was, I was in the market for a coffee maker. Now, I don't know about you, but. A coffee maker. The. DeSantis family, more, more appropriately, I would say the the Beaver DeSantis family, um, the coffee portion. Not to be confused with the Beaver Cleaver family. <laughs> the coffee portion of the of the gathering was the centerpiece of any of any family outing of any family gathering. Now, is this something? Uh, that would happen at the end of the gathering, sort of, like as a cap, like, hey, we've had a full day, we've had dessert, now let's have coffee, yes. whatever. They, it was always coffee and dessert after dinner, yeah. so we'd get together. So that and, was like the bow on top. Yep, and that kind of signaled that we started to started to kind of wind things down. Like, family gatherings as a kid were were, were almost epic. They lasted a long time. Like, you'd get there... In the afternoon, and and we didn't do we didn't have like Sunday family dinner. These were all special occasions. They were somebody's birthday, they were Easter, it was Thanksgiving, it was you know somebody was in town, and we'd mostly get together at my grandmother's house. Although it was probably sixty forty in the later years when 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 my grandparents would probably come to my house just as much, um, you know to to celebrate a you know, a cake or a birthday or, or something like that. And that's what it would be. It would be yeah. um, who wants some coffee. And there was always an Entenmann's cake, like a cheese Danish 
loaf or... And you would actually celebrate the cake, you're saying, right? It, it, it was right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Look at this. Behold the intendment's cake. <laughs> we bring it out. It would come on a platter. Yeah, yeah. I can, I, I can picture it, the whole, you know, DeSantis clan and the older Matthew running around dealing with his annoying... Younger siblings. <laughs> that's almost that's almost every scene. You're you're absolutely right. <laughs> Me trying to herd the cattle and police these vagrants, right? You yeah. Know, trying to keep order yep. to the family. And you're getting a little old and you're thinking you're kinda too cool to be doing this anymore and you just kinda wanna head out, but like <laughs> you know, you need to be there because it's family stuff and it's what we've always done, Matthew. Right, right, and it's and I'm only like I want to hang I'm, out with little kids and old people. I'm only like twelve, you know. It's not even like it's not even like I'm a precocious teenager, you know. I'm still a young kid, but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm you know trying to trying to 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 henpeck everybody, right? But that's what it would be. It, yeah, it would yeah. be the the dinner or the the main festivity. Whatever that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then coffee would go on. Who wants coffee? It's Big and Phil's birthday. Everybody's coming over. <laughs> I don't know why they asked because everybody drank the coffee. They're like, "Who wants coffee? Phil, you want coffee? Guy, you want coffee? Scott, you want coffee? Ma, you want coffee?" But Dad, it's like part coffee? of the ritual asking. Right? It, it really is. They go around. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want? Everybody coffee? wants it anyway, but you got to ask them still. Exactly. You know. Exactly. And then so, you throw a wrench into the details. It's like Pleasantville. One day you're like, "No, I don't want coffee." <laughs> Like what? Uh, <laughs> and then there'd be some type of little dessert, and then you know everybody'd have a cup of coffee. They'd sit around, and the kids would start to fall asleep in the living room, and the guys would be watching TV, and they'd all start to fall off. And then eventually, um, you know, somebody would come out of the kitchen, especially at my grandmother's house, because the kitchen and the uh, and the, the living room sitting area were different rooms. In my house, it was uh, it's an open concept floor plan. Okay. Um, so everybody was kind of in the same area, but at my grandmother's house, somebody was would there ulti- literally like a door separating. Yes, uh, not not okay. not like a swing swinging door, just a doorway. But there used to oh, be a doorway. Door. Okay, there used okay. to be a door there, but somebody yeah, popped yeah, yeah, their yeah. head out. Whether it was my mom or um, my aunt, she they they would come out and be like, "Phil, Phil, you ready? Let's get going." And that was it. And then, like, in 30 seconds after that, four kids were in coats. You know, give kisses. Mm-hmm. That was it. Phil, are you ready? It was a 30-second countdown from Phil, are you ready, to give kisses. And, like, everybody was in their shoes, and, and you know, half of the kids were sleeping. And, you know, you put the coat on, and you're ready to go out the door. Um, but that, the coffee was the, the central component of that whole routine and that whole interaction and for some reason a couple months ago i got it in my head that i needed a 30 pot a 30 cup coffee maker because which single guy doesn't (laughs) (laughs) this is the shit i get in my head right in in order to be normal i come up with these things like in order to be normal uh, I, I need A, B, and C, or I need to do X, Y, and Z. So a while ago, I was like, you know what I need to do? I need to bake more. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like baking shit. All that made me was fat, because I had to eat a whole pan of brownies, you know? But yeah, I I had a coffee maker. I had a, a Keurig coffee maker for a while, which was great, but that, that broke. And then I had a regular drip cup coffee maker but i could never i can't get the ratios right i can't figure it out every coffee has its own uh you know two tablespoons to four ounces of water two tablespoons to six ounces of water you're talking about for the grind yeah you're talking about yeah yeah yeah. so i was you know i was getting confused then i was on french press for a while but it dawned on me that i couldn't accommodate a large party if they were to come to my house when it came to the coffee routine. Now, since I've owned now, this... Now, let me interject. Like, you have had, like, like I believe we talked about it. Haven't you had, like, your family over there in the past year? So, since I've owned this house, 
and I I can't remember. I think 2012 was when we closed on it. 2000 Yes, so 2012 we closed on it. In 2013 uh, May of 2013 was the first time we had a, a a large gathering. It was Angie's parents' anniversary. I'm going to say it was their okay. 35th anniversary. Um, they were born. They were married in 78, and we threw them a party in 13. Right. So that's okay. 20, yeah. 25 years, 35 years. Yeah. Okay, so we had a big party for them. We had a we grilled out, um, you know, made hot dogs, hamburgers, chicken. It was a barbecue. It was a picnic kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think Angie's or as mom. Yogi would say a picnic. <laughs> oh no, Angie's mom couldn't have brought the coffee maker because she didn't know there was a party. I don't know how we we did. Oh, it was a surprise party. It was a surprise party, but Angie's mom was. In in their family is the designated coffee pot bringer because she's got okay. like a fifty pot, a fifty cup percolator pot. Oh man, so she's like the queen of. Coffee. She is, and she knows how to work it. And and everybody's just like, "Hey Jude, can you bring the coffee maker? Hey Jude, can you bring the coffee maker?" So hey Jude. <laughs> So we wouldn't have asked her to bring the coffee maker. I don't know how. Maybe we didn't give coffee because it was May and it was a daytime barbecue. I don't know. Um, so that was that was one time. Then we've had a couple people, large parties of people over, you know, five or six different uh, people to come barbecue like two or three times. And in the last two years, I've had probably two gatherings one was halloween and one was christmas eve my parents came over and i made them dinner and it was just the three of us so on none of those occasions did it call for a wholesale coffee solution so basically at this point i'm looking like i lucked out right (laughs) i dodged a bullet yeah Good for me. But so now I got to rectify this situation and I need to get a coffee pot. So I search, I go out and I just do some light searching. You know, I go on Amazon, I go on um, um, Target, I kind of, you know, just walk the aisles or whatever. But then I decided to jump on Craigslist and see who's got a coffee maker for sale. And it took me a couple weeks, but, you know, like anything on Craigslist, if you wait long enough, you'll eventually stumble across what you're looking for. Whether you want to pay that price or not, or whether the quality is good enough is left to be, is is, is yet to be seen. But um, I stumble across a coffee maker, a 30 pot, a 30 cup, I don't know why I keep saying pot, it's a 30 cup silver automatic percolator like you would expect if i were to tell you i i had a 30 cup coffee maker picture that in your mind that's exactly what it looks like um like if you were like at a conference meeting or something yeah exactly. (laughs) you know like some like a little event like you know it's like everybody's meeting here today there's gonna be a bunch of us and that's like what they'd have the coffee out of yep exactly so i find one on craigslist and they've got it listed, and it's, uh, <coughs> excuse me, it is called, uh, let's see here. I guess it's not called Steve. It is not. <laughs> it's not called Steve. It's called a. Who's the manufacturer of the one? That's what I'm, I'm trying to find. I went and I oh, okay. looked it up. A Miro. It's called Miro. So when I bought it, <laughs> I don't know, I'm, uh, let me bury the lead there. Um, I I look it up on Craigslist. It's available. I don't even know the brand. 
I don't even know the manufacturer. You just know you need it because you're having 30 people over your house someday in the future. Someday. And I figure if I have this, this will increase my odds of having people over. So that actually one of the people over since you can just uh, justify the purchase. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, like any Craigslist purchase, right? There's always that reservation of A, is this really a good deal? And B, yep. am I justified just going to buy it retail in the first place? Yeah. You know, like there's just something about having having something new. Yep. You know? It's modern. You know it's going to work. Things are relatively inexpensive these days anyway. Right, yeah. you can get a quality. Yeah, I mean that's the thing about the future, man. Prices keep coming down for manufactured goods. Yeah, so you know, I wasn't sure, but I also didn't do a lot of homework. I also, I also didn't do a lot of homework. I looked on Amazon a little bit. I looked in on the aisles of Target. Um, I mean, that's usually the extent when you do stuff. It's like, yeah, see all the you gotta look around and see all the places that normally sell stuff at a discount. If they're, you know, if you're getting a deal over that, then you're getting a deal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I didn't I didn't look that hard. So, I don't really know what the market is for a 30-cup stainless steel percolator coffee maker. I just went on blind faith that the $25 that these folks were asking for this particular coffee maker was one in my budget and two going to get me a relatively decent product. Yeah. So I kind of just went on blind faith that that was, that was where, where this little project was going to take me. And also, it's the price where it's like, that's not going to kill you, even if you could have got a better deal somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you're not a big, you're not a big bulk coffee producer or consumer. You actually go the yeah, opposite definitely. direction. Yeah. I mean, I I split between the French press, uh, which I drink sometimes, but now I don't even have regular ground coffee for it. Um, that and, uh, the Bialetti mocha stovetop, you know, and it's, uh, mocha espresso maker. Mocha's the, the, um, that's the design name, you know, M-O-K-A. Right. And I have a six cup and a nine cup, but when it talks about cups, it's talking about, since it's supposed to be espresso coffee, it's very small cups. You know, so sit like the nine cup, you know, doesn't even fill up like a, you know, 16 ounce cup all the way when you're done with it, you know, because a lot of times I drink it to ice, you know. Okay. But, um, but I mean, for one, I don't, I'm not a real big fan of coffee makers. I'm definitely not a fan of the Keurig because my, we have a Keurig at the office and I used to use that for one thing that pissed me off was, you know, people... Fellow pe- fellow workers in the office who are just complete inconsiderate assholes, you know <laughs> that never take out their thing, and it, it's just an example of everybody's. And there's only like five or six other people in that office, but they're all, but they're all slobs, and I and I can't deal with it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that, that was one thing, one little thing that really annoyed me is how they'd always leave the cup in there for the next person to take out. And it's like. Why should I have to clean up your trash, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, geez, look on the bright side, though. Imagine if it was, you know, a traditional filtered coffee pot. They yeah. would probably leave the grounds on the counter and, uh, yeah. you know. And, and it used to be that before that. And then it, it would always, and it would be like up to me. And I'd have to go make the coffee because it, you'd have to make more. Because another thing is, the problem with that, too, is. When it's that way, it's like most people don't want to make a decent cup of coffee, you know? Right. And that's another problem with those machines. 
You know, like the thing I have or the French press, you can make your, you know, I'm making strong coffee anyway with that thing, with the little Bialetti thing. But like with the French press, you can make your coffee stronger, you know, as you want, you know, because you're adding as many grounds in there as you like. And also it maximizes it. Keurig I don't like because, you know, that's like one Keurig's based on what the average consumer coffee wants, which is a friggin' watery down, you know. I mean, when you come to New Orleans, you realize people like strong coffee here, you know? Right, right. So so I would have to constantly manipulate it at the office because you can kind of manipulate it, you know, because it gives you options on the Keurig. Like, so I would do the smallest cup available, four ounces, and do that three times in one cup. Because that's the only way I could get a decent cup of coffee, you know? Okay. Because... We- would you change? I'm not the- drinking coffee because I love the taste of coffee. I'm drinking it because I fucking need the caffeine, man. So do you use three pods each time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So you you do three pods, but you do it at four ounces. Hit the strongest option, and it's like I was like, as far as I know, that's the only way I can really maximize friggin' the strength of the coffee is to. To do it in the smallest batch at the strongest concentration possible, you know. So, so, so you're you're the you're the polar opposite of needing a thirty cup percolator coffee box. Yes, yes, that's not. Yeah, that's definitely not in my uh, definitely not in my wheelhouse. Although I. Another thing, though, I'm a big fan of, I use, well, now I don't really use cream anymore. I use, damn it. All right, I got to take that off the oven. I use, I've been using coconut milk. Okay. You know, because cream for so long was kind of like, I like it, but it's when you're trying to be a little bit better about stuff, you got yeah. to make concessions. Sure. Although, Cream in your coffee is a lot better than than black, and I don't understand people that drink black coffee. I mean, they don't like the flavor of stuff. I guess if they like black coffee, you know. <laughs> my mom, my mom is a is a black coffee drinker and has been a black yeah, coffee drinker Bri- for years and years. Yeah, Brian Peters is a black coffee drinker, and they act like it's tough. But I don't know. I think people that really into black coffee. <laughs> People are from places where they don't really enjoy, they don't have a lot of really good food. (laughs) You know, because it's like, come on, man, black coffee? (laughs) That's freaking boring. (laughs) I I like a little bit of cream, and I just recently started using cream within the last year, year and a half. Uh, I used to be skim milk in my coffee just to cool it down a little bit. But you know what? With skim milk, you find I find I found myself using way more milk because it's so watered down. Cream. Yeah, that's the problem with skim milk. Like when you use that, you feel like you're not even getting anything in your coffee. Yeah. So with with um, cream, all I just I need is one little drop. Yeah. And it sweetens it and it cools it and it creams it. Yeah. And it is better. Half and half in the coffee. It's so much better. Yes. Totally. Yeah, my dad. It, it really is. My dad drinks his coffee half and half, no sugar. Um, and I started that a couple, you know, like I said, a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, and it's just yeah, I it's use, enjoyable. I use some Truvia, you know, that cactus sweetener. Yeah. Yeah. I, used know, to I be, use that and I used the coconut milk. But a couple weeks ago, my mother was coming over here. So I went and actually bought regular cream, you know, so I enjoyed that for a little bit because it is. It is better. For one, I like how it lightens the coffee too. You know. Yeah, it, and it and gives I, it the look of what coffee's supposed to look like to me. You know. Yeah, and and while you're a you you drink it for the for the high octane, I don't. I drink it to to enjoy the the taste. Um, yeah. And with a little bit of cream in there, it's uh it's an enjoyable. Well, I drink it, like, because I used to not drink coffee at all for a long time, but then I started having to drink it, but if I'm going to drink it, I want it to taste good. Yeah. You know? So, it's not that, like, that's why I started drinking, like, the Cuban coffee, because it's strong, but it's also, it's good strong coffee, you know? Like, I don't like, I don't like watery coffee, you know? I don't like 
friggin' Mr. Coffee coffee. I don't like any, you know, yep. just your standard boring cup of coffee, you know? What's the uh, Cuban coffee that you get? Cafe Busca? I use, I use Bustelo, Cafe Bustelo, Bustelo. and I also um, use this Pilon, which is, you know, they got one, you know, one of, there's two big major grocery chains here, Winn-Dixie, and there's a local one, Rouse's. Rouse's doesn't sell this stuff, but Winn-Dixie sells it, you know? Yeah. Rouse's, it's way hard. Obvious, you know, I guess they don't really think about the Latins, you know, because, <laughs> you know, there's like like three or four Latin brands at the um, Winn-Dixie, and you're lucky if you can find... I think they just start stocking the Bustelo at the Rouse's, but they... Usually you can get a good deal. Like they'll always run specials, like two for five, which is a good deal, you know. But let me see. I think Pilon. I'm looking at the pack right now. Uh, see, yeah, they're based in Miami, you know. Another one that they that and it's and it's a cheaper brand, but I've used it before. I think it's it's called Cafe Lave. I think you know, which is another Latin brand. Okay. Yeah. Bustello, see, yeah, they're from Miami as well. You know, this is all stuff that probably would have been actual Cuban companies if not for the revolution. (laughs) 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 You know, like Bacardi was at one time, you know? Right, right. right. Everything that ends up elsewhere because of the revolution. (laughs) So, I, um, I find this this coffee maker and I start what is the the mo- the least enjoyable process let me ask you something real quick and you probably touched on this before um, well yeah you did you said you thought that you need a coffee maker then you looked for it I was going to ask you if you saw it on Craigslist then that told you why well, I need that anyway so I was trying to figure out the chicken and the egg, but you kind of already gave me the chicken and the egg. In general, I say I would say my Craigslist purchases have been 50-50. I've searched for a particular product that I believed I needed Yeah, 50% of the time, and the other half, I have been inspired by something that was on sale. But in this particular instance, I, I saw it Like something you saw like in a conventional retail place and decided to go search and see if you could find it in Craigslist? Uh, no, probably the opposite. I would be on Craigslist just kind of scrolling through, see what's in the market. And okay. am I, do I need that? You know? Yeah. Um, let me see. Like, So if I just go there today for sale, I'll just go to the generic. Um, oh, something that... that I wasn't in the market for, but Craigslist inspired me. Was uh, like a 1978 Pooch moped. <laughs> okay. No, I do the same thing. I look at Craigslist almost every day, just in case something that I've had my eye on one time that I decide wasn't wasn't worth it is pops up on there. You know? Yeah, totally. Yep. I'm with you. Because I've bought a couple of things like that. Yeah. But then you see stuff like that, like the Pooch moped, be like. You know, like, oh, maybe I do need one of those at that price. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And even if it's not at the price that I want, now it's on my radar. And I'll... Yeah, I'll, seeing that I'll be looking for prices. I'll check back and see, you know, see how the prices yep. are different. Uh, the one thing yep. I don't like about Craigslist, and, and this is, I think you and I differ, uh, is the haggle. Right? Generally uh, yeah, speaking, yeah, yeah. I'm not a haggler. I'll find something, and if I and if it has a price, and I think that price is fair, I'll pay the price. If I don't think the price is fair, I won't even inquire about that product. Right? Yeah, I feel like I'm in like a bazaar, and I need to inquire about a price. You know? Yeah. Like even and even if it's something I already think is fair, like because I had that happen before, but it's like I still gave him the price because it was still a fair price, but it's like. I always tell people when they don't want to go. I was like, I gotta ask. It's happened a couple of times. I was like, No, man. I'm just like, Sorry, dude. I gotta ask. You know, because I'm not gonna like, you know, if it's something I'm paying forty bucks over, I'm not gonna be like, Well, screw that over five. You know. Right. Right. Now, the one exception that I do have and I do make is if somebody is selling something for 
$5 over a $20 increment. Yeah. I will ask if they Oh, yeah, take yeah. Less. Like, if you got, like, $40 on you or something. You know? Yes. You're like, well, you just take this. Yeah, yeah. I've had that happen before, definitely, too. You know, because it's like, come on, man. Right. You know? Because then who who's it on? If you want $50 or $45 for something, and I show up with $60, right? Well, then yeah. is it my responsibility to have the exact change? And if you don't have the change, well, then are you not going to take my $40 when you wanted 45 or 50 Yeah. So I've had a situation where I've had a $100 bill and I had to go make change because it's like I can't negotiate with a $100 bill. Correct. <laughs> Correct. There's some instances where you just you're stuck. You got no yep. choice and you've got to go make the change, but in that instance where it's flip a coin, you're selling it, man. If you want this sold, and I guess that's what it comes down to, right? If you want this sold enough, bad enough, then you blink first. So that's where I find myself with this particular product, right? The advertised price. I find on Craigslist, um, coffee maker for sale. It's got a little picture of uh, it's a typical silver, um, you know, drip or, or percolator coffee pot that we've been talking yeah. about. And it says uh, $25. So that's now I'm in the position like, do I ask? Don't I ask? $20. That's you go to the bank, you get $20. It's like speed. What do you do? Right. What do you do? <laughs> so I send the, um, I send through Craigslist, you know, how you do the, the uh, relay reply. Uh, and I send a, an email that says coffee maker question mark. Is this uh, coffee maker still available? If so, where are you located? Because that's a big deal. Right? Yep. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You need to know if you're going to have to travel 100 miles to get it because you're not going to do it if it is 100 miles. Now, generally speaking, the Craigslist for New Jersey is split into three uh, regions. It's North Jersey, Central Jersey, uh, and the Jersey Shore. Um, yeah. Why they don't do... Why they don't do South? Oh, they do do South Jersey. Okay, it's four four regions. Um, so South Jersey's the Philadelphia yes. side, right? Yeah. Okay. And the Jersey Shore is just Monmouth and Ocean Counties, which is where I live. Your place, yeah. So you're in Ocean County, or no Monmouth? You're Monmouth. Okay. I'm in Monmouth. Monmouth is on the top, Ocean is on the bottom, and we make up all the beach towns uh, that are in the upper part of the state. Or the yeah. the upper shore of the state. So I know that at worst, it's a 20-minute to 30-minute drive to get to any point in that region. So that's not too bad, but still, that makes a difference whether I want to pay 25 or 20 Yeah. And the fact that the ATM is going to spit out a 20 means I'm either rolling up there with... or at some point I would have had to find a way to make change. And to be honest, like who makes change these days? Yeah, I did. One time I did, like I was saying about the hundred, I had to go and buy like a friggin' a candy bar or something at a gas station. Cause it's one of the few places, you know, outside of a bar where you can make change. Right. Ridiculous. (laughs) So I, um, I just, I, I email the guy and he he writes back. Um, yeah, coffee maker still. He actually says hi, Matthew, which I, I find very nice. He personalizes the the email um, right away, so we're off on a good start. He says hi, Matthew. Yes, it is. We're located in Middletown. I hope that's close. Regards, Steve. Middletown is close. Right? Middletown is right. Your buddies from uh, yeah, from yeah. It's where Sean Sullivan's from Middletown. Yeah. So it's a, it's a couple exits away, fifteen minute drive. You know, on average, no big deal. In my wheelhouse, as a kid, we would drive a half an hour to go to the movies. You know, a half an hour to go to the mall. So anything that's within a half an hour is is just like normal operating standard operating procedure for me. So I emailed him at like. You know, 9.30 at night, he gets back to me five minutes later. Um, 
the next morning, I say, hey, Steve, I'm in Asbury Park. Unfortunately, I'm tied up today. won't be able to get around until the weekend. Um, but I've got two questions for you. Are you around during the weekend? And two, if the coffee maker is still around tomorrow, would you consider selling it for $20? And I said, not to negotiate needlessly, but I have $20 sitting in my wallet, and I can easily tuck that away without having to run to an ATM, get change, yep. et cetera. And I laid out for him right there. Yep. Not looking to be, I'm not going to haggle, I'm not going to play games, but I've got a legitimate reason for only wanting to give him 20 bucks. And let me interject real quick. Another thing is, it's the type of thing that's not exactly like, it's probably been sitting on Craigslist for a little bit. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's not a high demand item. Yep. And so uh, he emails me back right away. And he says, hey, Matt. Now, at this point, right, so my email comes up, Matthew DeSantis, right? If it goes in your inbox and it shows you my name, it says Matthew DeSantis. So in the in the first email that he sends me, he says Matthew. But in my response, I sign off Matt. So his next response says, hey, Matt, which this guy is on his game, right? To me, yeah. that's akin to the bartender who notices that I take the fruit out of my drink and doesn't give me fruit on the second drink. Like, yeah. That's, to me, a very conscientious and personable bartender. This guy noticed that I signed my name Matt in the second correspondence, so now he's changed to Matt. And I'm like, all right, I got a rapport with this guy. We're going we're gonna to do some business here. Says, hey Matt, uh, Saturday or Sunday works for us. We usually stop at Trader Joe's in Shrewsbury, so if that's more convenient, you can meet us there. <laughs> Which so. is always preferable too, right? I right. mean, sometimes it's better to meet somebody in a random friggin' parking lot of a well-known business during the day. Totally. And this guy's yeah. cutting ten minutes off my drive. Yeah, he's, he's helping me out already. And, but he says, as for the price, I'm sorry. My wife is the boss, and she says everything is priced the lowest it'll go. That's a cop-out. Yes. a nice cop-out. Yes. So I email him back right away, and I say, come on, Steve. Isn't it about time we take back free commerce from our wives? In this day <laughs> and age, can we really afford to, 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 to succumb to such pressures? Yeah. And that's it. And then I leave it. And this is at noon, about 1 o'clock. The rest of the day rolls on. He doesn't get back to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, of course, you're worrying. Is the deal off? I'm like, did I blow it? I did it. I pushed it too far. But now I'm caught between not wanting to care that I that I pushed it too far because I, I thought it was funny. Yeah, of course. And now pissed that I lost out on my 30-cup coffee maker because now I'll never have my family over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, which really wouldn't be such a bad deal. <laughs> My family's never gonna come over again. Woohoo! <laughs> so the <laughs> next day, the whole day goes by. Whole afternoon, whole evening. I go to bed. The next day rolls around. About mid morning, he sends me an email. Big LOL. Big big laughing rolling LOL. Thanks, Matt. Um, if you're interested, my phone number is blah blah blah. Uh, call or text. Nice, you get and, to the text stage. And we'll get this done. And so he sends me, uh, I think that was the last of our correspondences. I, I, I texted him from that point on and, uh, you know, set up to pick up the place and head out to Middletown. Middletown's a relatively upper, upper middle class. It's, okay. mi- it's mixed between upper middle class and upper upper middle class. <laughs> like it's where people go and they make good. Yes. And okay. all the streets are 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 winding and tree lined and there's not a lot of development. There's these, you know, individual plots of land with old houses and um you know, everything's nice and, and manicured and it's a good looking Good looking place. Great park systems in this part of town, in this part of the county. Um, people take good care of their properties. A lot of farms and horses, stuff like that. Um, so I pull up onto his house, and you know he's got a corner lot 
well manicured, couple Mercedes in the in the, you know, not new Mercedes, older Mercedes, but still. Wait, how did you end up going to his house instead? I'm sorry, I missed that part. We just texted back and forth, and we set up the. Oh, uh, you agreed to meet to, to his house after text instead of the um, Trader Joe's. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because okay. I couldn't make it the day they were going to be at Trader Joe's. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. So um, I, I roll out to his house, and it's a corner lot. Big house, nice house, big yard, a couple nice cars. They're, the garage door's open, and they're, you know, they've got one of those garages that is empty. Yeah. You know, I didn't grow up in a, you know, in a house that had an empty garage. We yeah, didn't I didn't even grow up in a house with a conventional garage because yeah. it was an old hundred-year-old house, and what was the garage was basically a big-ass room to pile shit. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, right. So I mean, it was a detached building, but it was like you know, it wasn't like you know, no one you no, there was never a car there. Maybe in the thirties, there might have been a car. In there. Yeah, right, and it to the point. My parents, uh, the house that we grew up in uh, my parents converted the two car garage into a one car garage and made the other car uh, made the other uh part of the garage a like a playroom area okay i don't even know how big the house is it's huge it's uh i mean i, I could look it up but it's got it's got a full living room a full foyer, a full dining room. It's Foyer. got a full, st- <laughs> a full study, a full family or living room. I don't remember which one I said. It's got two. It's got two rooms you could sit in and be family type activities, and a full kitchen with a mud room and bathroom. And then now you have a second floor upstairs with four bedrooms, two bathrooms, and my mom and dad have a master suite. But they wanted to. A place you know that we could play and just kind of have our toys and stuff. So they converted one of the garages into a playroom. What they do? Set up like a wall? Because uh, I imagine the two car garage is just two. Yes. yes two doors, see. but it's yep. it's a big room on the inside. Exactly. Right? They but set they, up a wall. But they wa- exactly. they put a wall down the middle, basically. Correct. That's exactly what they did. Okay. Um, and then. In the later years, so then the other garage that was left open was was the oversized part of the garage. So it was two cars pulled in next to each other, and then the one on the left went right to the wall, and there was a door, and that's how you walked into the house. The one on the right, you pulled the car up, but then there was a work station in the back, so you could have like a workshop. Yeah, yeah, like a workbench and all that. Yeah, so it was big. They took that garage and off of the addition, the playroom that they had already built, they put like a little drop-down, step-down nook, which is probably only 10 by 10. And back in the day, it was there was a little couch, a little chair, and a TV back there. And that's where the kids would go to watch TV. So you'd play in the playroom, then you'd go down into this nook to watch TV. And so there was a front little garage now and a work and a work area garage. <laughs> so they were separated. So we had two car garage, two plus cars that have now been dwindled down to you can't really all you can do is put a lawnmower in the front and then there's a workstation in the back. So these people have two-car garage that's empty. They actually put their cars in it. And um, I pull up, and here's this this little Asian lady. She this probably has part to do with why it's empty, though. You know, actually get getting rid of shit on Craigslist. Totally. Totally. <laughs> there's, um... She's a, a little Asian lady. Do you remember, um... Night Court? Yes. Yes, Max Wife. Max Wife. About? Yeah. <laughs> Right, so I don't know who that actress is, um, but let's see, Quan Lee, right? Quan Lee was her name, um, but that's what she looks like—a older version, you know, because yeah. Mac wasn't that old, and then, um, but she's got, uh, you know, she's got the broom and she's she's cleaning out the the thing. 
uh, you know, the garage, and she's she's sweeping out. She has a little hat on, and little gloves, and she's probably in her 50s. Um, and she says, are you Matt? And I said, yeah. She says, you here for the coffee maker? And I said, yeah, yeah. And no sooner do I get up to the garage, here comes Steve with the coffee maker in hand. And he's ready, you know, he's ready to transact business. He's ready for me. Um, and so I turned to the lady and I said, you, you in charge here? <laughs> she says, I'm in charge. <laughs> I said, you don't take $20? You won't take $20? And she says, $25. My Jeez. best price. My best price. But she's laughing the whole time. Yeah. Right? You know, she's not hemming and hawing. Like, she knows that she's getting $25 for this thing. And she knows I'm going to pay her $25 for this thing. She's in total control. Of course, when you drove up and you saw who it was, you probably knew you were screwed. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's more firm on their shit than a little old Asian lady. <laughs> I check my I check my wallet just to make sure that I've got forty dollars in case she wants some, wants me to pay more. <laughs> yeah, just for aggravating her. <laughs> so that was uh, that was the beginning of the springtime before all my crazy walk stuff started. It seems like a long time ago. So I came home with it. Um, I was very proud, and I brought it inside and I put it on the shelf in my pantry and i have not touched it until today when i went to see what brand it was and it was miro brand which apparently is like a old vintage classic solid coffee maker okay so did you search on ebay uh, i looked at that's eBay. always a gauge of when you get a deal if there's like a you know yeah i um they they go for about anywhere between uh between twenty five and forty bucks. Uh, so you paid about right for it, right? So I was right I was right in the market. If you go on to on Amazon if I were gonna buy one for, you know, retail, um you know, it looks like a decent one. Probably will cost you forty bucks. And then they go all the way up to hundred and twenty bucks. But it's forty to sixty is probably the market for uh for a brand new retail, but this one's solid. You know, it's an older one, yeah. so um, you know I know that it's in good shape. And the technology—it's it's basic technology. It's water drips over a, a filter, or actually percolates up to yeah, a filter. Yeah, the percolator. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just got a little heating element in that, right? Yeah, it just flavors the water. So, um, you know, for my purposes, I think it is. Uh, it, it it's done its tr- it will do its trick if I can ever get people over here if I'm motivated now uh, hopefully this will motivate me and <laughs> you know have thirty coffee drinkers come over at a yeah. given time and and kind of enjoy company but it, again it's summertime so who's really drinking coffee you know on a hot summer night in July no exactly I mean but you know before you know it'll be fall it's true and I I have my annual Halloween party. And everybody yeah. will be drinking See, that's why I was asking about before, because I thought you had a Halloween party where your family came over this past year. They did. They did, but we did not drink coffee. I think the kids and No, but I was thinking maybe that was like, man, if I had coffee. Uh, that probably ran through my mind, without a doubt. But what's okay. missing here? What's missing here? I know. Coffee. Yep, yep. If only you had coffee. Well, now at least I've rectified that uh, that ill for the low, low price of $25. Nice. So, successful story, a successful venture, and a successful Craigslist acquisition. Not too bad, man. Yes. Not too bad. And, another, and the first of many riveting tales from the Craigslist crypt. The used and amused podcast brought to you by the makers of two sorry excuses wheeling and dealing with the boys (laughs) when one sporadic podcast isn't enough reach for used and amused and 
and we promised to make at least two of these <laughs> episodes. I know in the past we've promised new features which we were going introdu- to introduce and run sporadically that never made it past the first <laughs> the first presentation thereof. <laughs> right. Right. The various games, bits and segments. Yes. Matt, yes. Matt, Mike, or Chris. Matt, Mike, yeah. or, Matt, Mike, or Chris, I think was, yeah. uh, was one. Um, NBA draft check-in with Pat Mulrennan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 well, you'll at least get one more of these, because yes. you've got the turnabout is fair play. The, Live. the craft beer review with Mike Reardon. <laughs> right, right. So, good times, my friend. Good times. I craft think, beer uh, corner with Mike Reardon, <laughs> a special guest. <laughs> so, who knows? I don't know if we'll, we'll, we'll make yeah. this just a regular segment or, or, or a periodic segment within the in the podcast or uh, if it'll take up a whole show next time. But we will... Um, <laughs> It's probably sitting on listening. Why are they making fun of that? People might actually want to listen to that. Instead of this crap where they talk about buying used coffee pots and bagging on Boston constantly. I think the funnier part now of that Now the joke. food up there is terrible? What the hell else? I think the funnier part of that is that he's sitting at home listening to this. <laughs> I know. Because, because, as I recall, it was about a year and a half ago when he filed he would never listen to the show again. Right. He says, first of all, I downloaded It's 86 megabytes. <laughs> and he goes, I get two and a half minutes in, and you start shitting on Boston. <laughs> uh, well, then on that note, yeah. with apologies to Girk's brother. We will see you guys next week. Yeah. Buenas, uh, buenas noches, Fredo. Mm-hmm.